Hi there and welcome to the Adventures with Jesus Today podcast. I'm your host Lisa Vandenberg and today we're going to be talking about who are you doing life with? We are about to launch our Ways of Wisdom community where we'll walk together for 12 months um, of discipleship, of mentorship, of doing life together in such a way that our spiritual maturity is accelerated, our connection with God is deepened, our walk with each other is beautiful and we get to support each other in a safe environment and champion each other to our greatness. And it's really got me thinking as I've been talking to coaching clients and friends and colleagues and uh, people at church, what does this really look like? What does it look like to do life with people? And of course, the first first question that we get to ask is, how are we connecting to God? And I was talking to a friend of mine that uh, he and I have walked through some coaching together, but we've also just done life together. We're friends as couples too. And we're just saying to him, what does life look like for you? And he's a busy executive working 12-hour days. And he said, you know, Lisa, I'm not a morning person. And it's just the most difficult thing to be able to get up in the morning and put half an hour aside and connect with God and, you know, be quiet and open my Bible and write my notes and commune with God and everything. And then still be at my desk at 7.30, not leave my desk until 7 with back to back to back to back calls and emails and things that I need to do. And he said, I'm I'm in such a conundrum because I'm so desperate to connect to God. I so want to connect with him and know how to walk with him in my day. Um, how do I do how do I do business with him? And the specific example he gave was, What do I do when an email comes into the inbox? And I'm going, Oh my word, I don't know how to respond to this. How do how does my first reaction become? asking the question of God and the second and the reply comes easily so that I am doing life with God all the way through the day when I'm just not conscious enough in the morning to have that sit down half an hour quiet time and I'm exhausted at the end of the day after a 12 hour day and I realized that this is just so common to so many of us um, I spoke to another coaching client and friend of mine who said, you know what, I, I would just like to know how to hear the voice of God. I want to know of all of the thoughts that I have each day, which ones are from God? Um, how do I deal with the ones that aren't from God? Which ones are my own thoughts and my own insecurities? And, you know, and we all have that question. I had that question for years and years and years before I learned to hear and discern what, the, uh, which one was the voice of God, which one was my own thoughts, which one was the enemy trying to get me off track. And so my heart really goes out to us, this hunger of wanting to connect to God in a deeper way, um, just basically not knowing how to fit it into our daily lives in a way that is responsible, in a way that we think we should do it. And as my friend and I were talking, I just counseled him and said, you know what, we've got so stuck in this rut of connecting to God must look like half an hour quiet time in the morning with your Bible open and you've got to make notes and the heavens have got to open and you've got this, got to get this revelation and things like that. So, so we get stuck when we can't put that half an hour in the morning somewhere. Maybe you're parents with young kids and the kids are up early and 
there just isn't 30 minutes quiet time unless you wake up in the middle of the night but you're exhausted from the day. Maybe like my friend, you're so busy at work that that doesn't work out. Maybe you're like some people who morning just isn't a good time but you feel guilty about trying to do it at night when you are awake. And we get so stuck in the doing of what this connection time with God needs to look like that it then either gets oppressive because we got to make this happen, otherwise we're not a good Christian, or it just gets to be, you just get to be despondent because you simply can't figure out a way to do it. And you want to hear God, but you can't hear him because you're not having the quiet time and it turns into this vicious circle. And the counsel we gave to him was, you know what? It's not about the doing. It's about the connection with God in such a way that you naturally talk to him each day. And this totally takes the doing off the table, that it has to look a certain way at a certain time of the day. And it just becomes this relationship with your father that you talk to him, that when that email comes in, it is an automatic, oh, wow, God, what do I do with this? What do you think? What do you think a solution is? Or how do I love on this person in front of me? Or how do we solve this situation? Or what's your counsel in this area? How would we go forward? Does this become a legal issue? Is it, you know, all of these questions just begin to be a conversation that you automatically have with God. That when something happens that you get to celebrate during your day, that your first reaction is, oh, Lord, did you see what happened? is so cool what you did Lord and it becomes this conversation with him all the way through the day that naturally comes up because we're all doing life so whether you're the parent with the young kids it gets to be a celebration when the kids get something that you're teaching them in math or um, at work when you can celebrate a win for your customers or a way to be able to go, oh, wow, Lord, I didn't think that there'd be reconciliation between those employees, but look at what you did. And it gets to be this bubbling up of a conversation that you have with your dad because you know he loves you and he's for you and he never leaves you nor forsakes you and his plans for you are good and he wants to do life with you all the way through the day. And then that hunger builds its own momentum and you begin to hear from him more, deeper counsel. He leads you more through the day and your life is filled with more of the fruit of the Spirit because you're so connected to him. And so I want to encourage you, if you're struggling with that, how do I fit quiet time into a day? It's not about the quiet time. And my friend said it in such a great way. He said, it's as if you, you do your 30 minutes quiet time and you go, okay, check mark on that God. Can I have my treat now? <laughs> you know, like it's this exchange. I've done this 30 minutes. Now God gets to be pleased with me. And now I get to go into my day because I've both connected with God and I've done my Christian duty. And instead of that, and then feeling guilty if you don't manage to do that, you now get to delight in walking and talking with him throughout the day. And I finished our session with this, and I said to him, you know what? The fundamental mindset shift is that God wants to connect to us even more than we want to connect to him. He delights. It's his the desire of his heart. He he waits for us to wake up to talk to us. He talks to us in in our dreams. David said he counseled him in the night. He talks to us through sunrises and sunsets and great music on the radio and things that touch our heart and things that make us mad that we want to bring heaven solution to the world. That is how much God wants to talk to us all the way through the, and does. 
and does. And we get to say, Lord, thank you that you are making a way to talk to you. And I say yes. And I'm asking for your help to know how to do that, to know how to connect. Right? And then it be, there's no burden with that. Remember, Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That when the heart, posture of our heart is that we want to connect with him, then we're actually just saying yes to all the effort he's putting in <laughs> to connect to us. And it's not about our having to make time. It's about the fact that we can't wait to connect to him. We're delighted to talk to him. We're delighted to see what he does. Delighted to hear his counsel. Delighted to talk through the very real circumstances of life with him because that's what relationship is about. So that's that first piece is like, how are you connecting to God? And it gets to be relational, not task driven. And then the second one is, who are you learning from? How are you developing in life? How are you becoming more spiritually mature? Because God talks about, and Jesus talked about, going from glory to glory. It said that Jesus gained favor with God and with men. That we all get to grow in the spiritual maturity. We are new. We are a new creation. So we have everything in us created when we accepted Jesus to be this new creation. Now we get to unwrap that gift of who we are each day. We get to see how see ourselves the way God sees us. We get to go, oh Lord, look. Look, now I can, I can hear you better today than I did yesterday. Lord, I'm beginning to understand how to apply love to situations more now than I did two years ago. I'm beginning to understand the power of forgiveness and how vital it is to walk in that way more than I did when I was a teenager. This is all glory to glory. This is how we get to grow in the understanding of who we are, who God is, um, as our Father, as our Savior, who the Holy Spirit is, as our daily mentor and guide and friend, we get to grow in our understanding and therefore how we live that out and walk that out in life. And so whether that means you're listening to things like this podcast, whether you're reading your Bible, whether you're reading books that people are hearing sermons, listening to podcasts, whichever way it is, I want to encourage you that growth doesn't happen when we don't engage with something that will help us to grow, right? And so whatever resonates with you, I, I said to the Lord one day, Lord, why are there so many pre different preachers on earth? And he said, and I said, Lord, we're all saying the same message, right? We're all coming from the Bible and that kind of thing. And he said, Lisa, it's because I know that everybody will resonate with a certain personality style or a certain way that people speak or a certain way that people unpack things. Like if you, if you really resonate with teaching, then you're going to listen to a teacher. If your heart is more pastoral, then you'll listen to a pastor. If you're more apostolic, then somebody who's got an apostolic anointing is going to really attract you. If you're more prophetic, then somebody with a prophetic anointing is going to attract you, right? If you're more evangelistic, then somebody with an evangelistic um, anointing is going to attract you. And so he said, I made all of these messengers, and all of, all of us are messengers, not just the preachers and pastors and teachers, right? But all of us in our everyday lives get to be these carriers of the good news. And he said, I knew that, and this is why I created it, that you'll resonate with some people, you'll learn from some people. And so there needed to be all of us spreading this good news so that we can all learn and grow together. 
And that's my third point is, so first of all, connecting with the Lord. Second of all, being hungry for this glory to glory growth, this spiritual maturity that happens. And then thirdly is, how are you walking this out? Who are the people that you're walking this out with? Because God is very specific in the Bible that we're not supposed to do life alone. He says, don't forget the the gathering together of the brethren, um, where there is unity you know, the Lord is. There's so many examples. You see, we see the example of how Jesus lived his life, that he did so with the 12 and then with the 70 and with everyone that he got to interact with too. We're supposed to do life with each other. But we all know that we're all on different points of our journey. And the beautiful thing is that we get this common denominator of believing in Jesus, um, having given our lives to him. But then we get to grow. And so we get to be around people who are hungry like we are to grow. And uh, I want to encourage you to connect with people, to ask the Lord to bring you those people. And I, I have prayed for years and I speak to him for years. And I say, Lord, bring me the people who are to be my friends. Bring me the people who are to be my mentors. Bring me the people who are to be my colleagues and my peers. Bring me the people who are to be my clients and my mentees. And uh, bring me the people who are to coach me and who I'm to coach. And I just ask the Lord to highlight these connections to me because there are people that, first of all, we resonate with, and then there are people that we're supposed to do life with. There are in different seasons, in different times. So I've taken the burden off myself of having to try and find those people, and I've just said, Lord, connect me with who I'm supposed to connect with. And it's beautiful the way the connections come and the way the connections go and the way the connections stay for those long-term friends. Um, they come and go for the seasonal relationships that we're to have. It's beautiful. So I want to encourage you to ask the Lord the same thing, to bring you those that you are to do life with, those who will challenge you, those who will champion you, those who are a safe place for you to be, those who are hungry for more of God, who will inspire you to walk quicker, further with the Lord, deeper with the Lord. Those who are a safe place to share the stuff that's bothering you, um, that'll help to help you to not slide back into old ways um, and old mindsets and belief systems will challenge you and go, hey, what you're believing there is not the truth of what the Bible says about you. This is how God sees you. This is what Jesus paid for you. This is what the Holy Spirit is doing with you each day. And we get to champion each other into our greatness. So, this is the invitation that Jesus is extending to us, is learning and looking at, okay, how are we connecting with God? How are we learning and growing? And how are we walking this out each day with a community, with a group of people? And I'd like to invite you to come across to thewaysofwisdom.com and we, I've got a freebie there. You just put your email address in and I've got this beautiful set of teaching where we actually walk through what it looks like to do things in community. There are workshops there that you can look at and download. It's all completely free. Pop your email address in and then we'll let you know when our Ways of Wisdom community launches. And we'd love for you to be a part of that, to join us on this walk of people that are hungry for God, championing each other into our greatness, the greatness that God has for us, and doing real life with each other over a longer period of time so that we can actually walk out our transformation together. It would be lovely to have you join us. I also want to encourage you to share this podcast. Send hope to people. Send uh, 
that love to people, send the, the revelation knowledge of how much God loves us, how much the Holy Spirit wants to be with us each day, how much Jesus paid for us to walk in. Let's encourage the body of Christ to be all that God has invited us to be, all that he champions us into and all that we get to walk out with each other today. So as always, Jesus is inviting you on an adventure today. Will you accept? <laughs>